Welcome to Seven Scintillas, a weekly trivia podcast that tests your skill on a range of general knowledge topics. I'm your host, Bill Schaltis, and on today's episode, we discuss 1980s pop culture, the internet, and jorts. As always, after I read the question, you'll get 20 seconds to think about your answer before I read you the correct answer. Play with your friends and see who is the Oprah of observation, the Dolly of details, the Kamala of common knowledge, and we are on to our first question! Question number one. What so-called international language was invented in 1887? 20 seconds. The answer is Esperanto. Published under the pseudonym Dr. Esperanto, the book Unua Libro was written in 1887 became the basis for the language Esperanto, meaning hopeful. Ludwig Zamenhof, his real name, hoped to develop a language that would serve as an international auxiliary language. Esperanto would serve as a second language for all of the world's people who learned it and unite them through harmonious communication. Pretty cool, huh? The language combines elements of Latin, Russian, Polish, English, and German, and is spoken phonetically, meaning each letter can only be pronounced one way and each sound can only be spelled one way. Though the language almost died out during World War II, it has since had a rebirth and is spoken by millions around the world today. Nun tio esta suficie mayosa. Question number two. What well-known pop diva has albums named for her age at the time of their recording? These include 19, 21, and 25. 20 seconds. The answer is Adele. Adele Laurie Blue Adkins was born on May 5, 1988 in North London, England to Penny Adkins and Mark Evans. Her father left the family when Adele was very young, moving back to his native Wales and unfortunately battling alcoholism. Adele grew very close to her mom, who encouraged her daughter's burgeoning love of music. Adele became enchanted by artists such as Destiny's Child, The Spice Girls, Etta James, and Amy Winehouse. Her mother later enrolled Adele in the Brit School for Performing Arts and Technology, where she made a three-track demo that was later posted on her MySpace account. Side note, everyone remember MySpace? Who else is still friends with Tom? Back to Adele. Within months, Adele was discovered by a record label and given a contract. Hello from the other side. I won't do that again, sorry about that. Question number three. What is the name of the charity event that took place in the mid-1980s and featured millions of people linking limbs from New York to Los Angeles? 20 seconds. 
The answer is Hands Across America. On May 25, 1986, over an estimated 6 million people joined hands and formed a human chain that spawned from New York City to Los Angeles. The event was organized by Ken Cragen, president of USA for Africa. Cragen wanted to capitalize on the success of earlier events such as Live Aid and the hit We Are the World to raise money for hunger in the United States. In fact, Hands Across America even had its own theme song, which was to premiere at the massive public stage that was Super Bowl XX. That was until Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie, the co-writers of We Are The World, thought it would upstage their song and ultimately drove the halftime show producers not to use it for that event. With grand ambitions of raising $100 million, the event only managed to raise $15 million after expenses. And although the chain wasn't complete across the United States, for 15 beautiful minutes on that warm Sunday afternoon, the country came together. Question number four. Who wrote the best-selling novel turned movie, Interview with the Vampire? 20 seconds. The answer is Anne Rice. Interview with a Vampire chronicles the 200-year-long story of the vampire Louis de Pont-du-Lac given to a young reporter. Without giving too much away, a distraught Louis meets the vampire Lestat de Lioncourt. He turns Louis into a vampire, thus becoming a mortal companion. So eventually, Louis and Lestat take care of a child vampire named Claudia. Claudia starts to resent being an adult trapped in a child's body, yada, yada, yada. Attempted murder, yada, yada, yada. Louis and Claudia end up in Paris. More hilarity ensues, and it turns out it's surprisingly difficult to kill an immortal being, unless you know, son. <gasps> Interview with a Vampire is probably best known for the movie adaptation starring Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and a young Kirsten Dunst, who did not suck in the role earning a Golden Globe nomination for her portrayal of Claudia. And we're on to question number five. Question number five. What is the translation of the popular texting acronym FWIW? 20 seconds. The answer is, for what it's worth. Most likely coined in the late 80s or early 90s as office chats and internet chat rooms became a thing, FWIW, like other internet acronyms, became a helpful and cool way to communicate, you know, if you were on the DL. This was also the beginning of those popular smiley faces called emoticons, which led to the ever-present emojis. So, BTW, ICYMI, IFYKYK, and if you don't, well, NBD, just don't have any FOMO. R-O-F-L. (laughs) 
down to our final two questions. Question number six. What former tennis star boycotted Wimbledon for three years because he wasn't allowed to wear jorts, amongst other things? 20 seconds. The answer is Andre Agassi. Tennis's most sartorially formal major event, competing in Wimbledon means that players must wear all-white attire. Agassi had a reputation as a firebrand and rebel early in his career. He didn't care too much for a tournament to tell him what he could and couldn't wear, so he put his money where his mouth was and decided to sit out arguably the most famous tennis tournament in the world from 1988 to 1990. However, after some convincing, Agassi decided to compete in the 1991 tournament and would later win the whole thing in 1992, defeating Goran Ivanisevic in five sets. Agassi would go on to win a total of eight majors, including at least one win at Wimbledon, the US Open, the French Open, and the Australian Open. And he also won a gold medal at the Atlanta Olympics. Question number seven. What actor has a mocktail named after him that consists of cola, grenadine, and a maraschino cherry? 20 seconds. The answer is, of course, Roy Rogers. It's believed that the drink was invented in the 1940s and named after Roy Rogers as the actor did not drink alcohol. Also popular around this time was the Shirley Temple, a nearly identical drink but made with ginger ale in place of cola. So the next time you go out, give one of these saccharine beverages a try. And with that, we bid happy trails on another episode of Seven Scintillas. Until we meet again, my Scintilla Society.